Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this unique privilege. Thank you for the blessings of life itself. And thank you for good health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for all that we are enjoying because of you. Lord, this morning we say have your way and let your will be done. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way and help us to understand. Help us by your word. Let the truth in your word shine so bright that we will have no way to resist it than to comply and to do. We submit ourselves to you. We say have your way and let your will be done in Jesus name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. So from the beginning of this month, we've started a very important series and the series is called Addis. Are you here? How did this word Addis come about? How many have heard the church that is called Salvation Army? Salvation Army, yeah. That church was founded by a very great man of God and his name is William Booth. William Booth. He lived in the Uh, 18th, the 18th century. He was one of, he said, he formed the church, he said, the main aim is that the members of the church should become salvation army. Army of people who go about to save, just save people. Hallelujah. And that is the purpose of the church. So it's a very wonderful name. He really loved God. And he had a lot of pastors and a lot of leaders. And in those days, there were no uh, videos like we have. And uh, I think they relied more on Telegram. So one day, he had a meeting for all his pastors. They gathered like a convocation. And when they gathered together, he was supposed to come and talk to them. They waited and waited and he was not coming. Then they had a Telegram. He has sent them a letter. And when they opened the letter, there was only one word. All the pastors had gathered. And what was the word? Addis. The word was Addis. And every pastor there was like, they did not know what, what is the meaning of Addis. He sent just one word, a letter. Addis. Are you here? And when you look at the uh, church, you notice that sometimes God gives um, revelation to people. They say up to a point, and another person picks it up and tells us more about it. For instance, when you look into the Old Testament, you saw what David spoke about when to die. Uh, it says Psalm uh, 90, verse, it said, The days of a man, hmm? the years of a man is three score years and ten. And if by reason of strength it become, it shall be what? Four score. Four score years. Hmm? The days of our uh -huh, the days of our years are three score years and ten. That is seventy. 
score is 20. And if by reason of 10, they be four score, if you are, you behave well, you 80, do you understand? <laughs> Yet, is their strength, is their strength what labor? It's like the 80 years you can be working. There's no rest for anyone. Yet, is their strength what labor and sorrow? For it is soon cut off and we fly away. And we fly away. So that is all that he could speak about. Remember that he did not say that you decompose or you go down. He knew that when you die, when you are, you will fly away. That is all he knew. So when it came to how a saint or a Christian would depart, all that he could say is that, look, 70 years, maximum 80, and after that, you fly away. Then in the New Testament, you see that God gave a revelation to Paul about how we will fly away. So when you read in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, okay, or even uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 3, verse number 14, Go there quickly. Let, let, let. He begins to talk about how we go. You see, so the revelation that God gave to David, that look, 70 or 80 years after that, we fly away. That is all he could know about our departure. But another person takes it from there. Then he said, look, I will not have you to be uh, ignorant. And I don't want you even to be confused. He said, but... I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep. You see, another person has taken his pen from where David left off. He said, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning those who are dead. David said that we just fly away. They said, this is what will happen. Hmm? Concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Continue verse number 14. said, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Continue. Okay. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Now he's beginning to tell us how we will fly away. He said, I'm saying this not by my own ideas. Or I'm not confused. I'm saying this by the word of the Lord. So that you will not so be confused as though you don't have any hope. Are you there? That we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord Jesus shall not what? Prevent them which are asleep. Let's continue. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall, shall rise what? First. The dead in Christ shall rise first. And what will happen? Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Are you seeing the fly away? Shall be called those of us who are alive and remaining. He said, Those who are dead in Christ will be the first mm, to rise. And those of us who are alive and remaining, or we are still around, mm, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Why am I saying this? You see, when uh, William Booth wrote others, most of the people there did not understand. But look at our time. God anointed and gave the revelation of others to our father. Hmm? Bishop Dagheod knows he took his pen and he began to explain others. That the people over there. Yeah. If you also remember. It took Paul to come and explain to the apostles the communion that they took with uh, Jesus Christ. So sometimes one have a revelation just to a point and another pickets from there and further it. That's why this book, Hades, you need to have it. Hallelujah. So today I'm sharing with you 
for a short time that we are able to be together. What Jesus did for others. Are you here? Yeah. What Jesus did for others. What Jesus did for others. Hallelujah. So for the short seven things, I will just mention the seven things Jesus did for others and we'll be out of here. Hallelujah. And it's so important for us to understand this subject because life is not about you. Many of us don't know that, that God created us for his purpose. If you read the Bible, God created us. If you took a clay and you made something, who are you making it for? Yeah, you have a purpose. So God created us for his purpose. He wanted to have fellowship with us. Do you understand? Yeah. And that is what irritated and annoyed Satan that we are in heaven. Worshipping you. Why do you want another group of people to, to do this? That is what caused the fall of Lucifer. Because he did not want others to be created. He was created and was made an archangel. But he did not want anyone else to be created apart from. So the jealousy. Hmm? Yeah, that we are created. That's why. We need to serve God and serve him well. Because for our creation, an archangel fell and rebelled. Because he did not want us to be around. So you see that for others, other people also rebel. Amen. Amen. So for a short time, what Jesus did for others. Amen. Amen. And the foundation scripture, let's go to uh, Philippians chapter 2. We are reading from verse number 4 to 8. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 4 to 8. Bible says, and I read, Look not every man on his own things. In other words, don't look only on your own things, but every man also on the things of what? Others. Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Hallelujah. How many think that Jesus was successful? Will you want to be like Jesus? Oh, yes. Fantastic. So the Bible says that every man should not look on the things that pertains to him. Don't only look at the things that are yours, but the Bible instructs us that everyone should also look on things that belongs or pertains to others. Hallelujah. And right after, it says that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So the mind that made Jesus Christ did very well, very successful, is that he had a mind. A mind, that mind, what was the mind? The mind to look out for others. The mind that made him leave his throne. The mind that let uh, 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 did not allow him to enjoy heaven and I mean being worshipped he left his glory and he came to earth there were no cars like we have them today no electricity no hospital he could have many things could have happened to him but he cared so much for others hallelujah are you here and it's a good mind to have May you have the mind of Christ. You see, there is a certain mind. Whether, whether you will do well or you will not do well, it begins with your mind. Nobody changes without first changing the mind. If your mind don't change, you will be what you behave the way you've been behaving. If you see somebody doing anything different, the change begins from the mind. 
even to be prosperous before you become rich you become rich in your mind before it manifests if your mind doesn't change your physical circumstance environment will not change you will not change the way you dress if you will change the way it will start in the mind hallelujah i'm telling you so instead of trying you, so many things you cannot do the first place you need to try to change is the mind that is why when you get born again, the Bible says, Be ye transformed by the renewing, by the renewing of the mind. Because the eye cannot see what the mind does not know. The eyes are only able to see what the mind knows. That is why you can, you can love your daughter, you can love your son. Your son may be uh, going through things, but you have eye. Two set of eyes, but you cannot see. But if I call a doctor right now, we'll begin to name things that are happening to your, your, your child. Because the mind knows something. So when the eye sees, the, 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 he names what already you know. Hallelujah. Are you here? May the mind of Christ be in you. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If only we can have the mind of Christ. A mind that he lived just to die. What a man. What a mind. He lived just to die. He chose. Listen carefully. He was, Bible said that he taught it not robbery. To be equal with God. It was no cheating if he said that I am God. But Bible says he made himself of no reputation. He put aside his deity. He put aside that he, he is God. Hey, the wedding couples are in. On the touchline. Put your hands together for them. They are sitting here. Come, come to this place. They are sitting here for you. Please. Your, your Saturday will also come. Yeah. Wedding couples come to church uh, 12, 10. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what has delayed them. Normally, Ashley is here leading us to dance. Yeah. Now you get married to a pastor, you come 12, 10. Anyway, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Am I preaching to anybody? Yeah. <laughs> I like you too. Let what this mind be in you. A mind that you are a manager, you are an accountant, you are an important person, but when you come to church, you make yourself of no reputation. You put your manager title there. You put your CEO title there. You put your mother title there. Your father title there. And become a dancing star. Let this mind be in you, which was also incredible. God became a man. And a man, you cannot dance with other men. Other ladies and men are dancing. And you are sitting down, you are, you are moving your leg. You can even dance better than those who are here. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He was not a man to start with. You don't need to be made into something. You already join the choir. Join the dancing stars. Join the imposters. Join the ashes. Join something. Join something. Humble yourself. We know you are important. We know you have fat bank account. But when you come before God, just be one of the sons and the daughters of God. Let God be able to use you to reach out to others. Jesus came all the way to save others. He did not have to do that. Yes. He was not going to hell. Mm -hmm. He never was ever going to go to hell. Yeah. But he taught up about others. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? That is why this mind must be in you. May you have the mind of Christ. Amen. Listen to me. These days, Christians who have come, they don't even read the Bible. They are reading, uh, uh, what do you call it? motivational writers the life story, the biographies of presidents and CEO you want to get the mind of a CEO, you want to get a mind of some people, the mind of Christ is right here in the Bible where is your Bible? many people don't even have the Bible and if you have the Bible, the words of Jesus are not in red, the Bible is made up of two things 
red prints and black prints. The red prints are the teachings, the words of Jesus. And the black are the things they wrote about him. Yeah, what he taught and what he did. Bible says, oh, Chiofla, these are the things that Jesus began both to do and to teach. There were things that Jesus did them. He never taught it. And there were things that he taught. Hallelujah. So we need to have the mind of Christ. That as important as you are, we can empty ourselves of whatever makes us puff up. Whatever feeds us with the pride. Whatever, whatever you have and whoever you are and whatever you have, it is by the grace of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Whatever you amount to, it is by the grace of God. You see, you can be a boss in your workplace, but when you come before God, don't be a boss to God. Join, join. Hallelujah. Yeah. Kneel down in your room and talk to God. As for God, you cannot brag. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. He holds our very life. Without him, we are not. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. So let this mind be you. And what was the mind? That he could say that I am as equal to God. But he said no. He, he put his title aside. And not only that. And not only that. Being in the form of God taught it. But made himself of no reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant. If you don't take upon you the form of a servant, you cannot serve. Yeah. You see, all the points are here after that. I will mention it then. But let's go through the scripture. He first removed his title, mm -hmm. reputation. He did not want to come as God. That is why when they came to arrest him, can you believe that somebody that they had come to arrest? When he said, I am he, all the people fell to the ground. He was still powerful. Peter took his uh, uh, knife, chopped off the ears of Marcus. The guy that he chopped off the ear, the guy's name is called Marcus. And he said, take it and put it back. He was still powerful. <coughs> you, you are coming to catch somebody, they've caught your ears and they have put it back. You don't go back. You still continue. He made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant. He did not come to lord over us. He did not come to be saved. He rather came to save. He rather came to save. One day he was talking to the apostles. He took a towel wrapped and washed their feet. And Peter said, not only my feet, wash other areas also. Hey, Peter. <laughs> That's for Peter. <laughs> First, he was saying that, no, Lord, how can you wash my feet? You are too important to wash. I said, no, allow it to be so now. If I don't wash you, you will not be part of me. When he heard that, then I said, not only my feet, but wash my, I want to be part of you. Hey. But can you see, the Lord and the Savior, the Master, the King of Kings, was serving. Washing the feet of others. Wow. wow. Let's continue. And was made in the likeness of what? Man. It means that, listen carefully. It means that he was not a man. That's why in 1 John 5, uh, 7, Bible says, there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. So he was not a man. He was not flesh like me and you. When you come to John chapter 1, verse number 14, Bible says, and the word was made flesh and he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the father. So the word was not flesh at all. The word was Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. He was in heaven with the father and with the Holy Spirit and these three were one. But the word came was made flesh. That's what the Bible says. Let's go to, and he was made in the what? Likeness of man. Which means he was not in the likeness. He was not a flesh. He was made. That's why he said, the word was made flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. The word was what? Made. You, need, you may be so important. You may be a professor. You may be a king. But you need to condescend to men of low estate in order to help them. 
have some some understanding, but have some people who you can also help. Jesus allowed himself to be made and was made in the likeness of men. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man. That means that you can be a man and be found in the fashion of a lady. I'm preaching. I'm coming home now. He did not he did not reject his manhood. He did not re, uh, she shouldn't reject her womanhood. If you're a woman, don't be found in a fashion as a man. Let your breasts hang out. Don't put something on it. Don't make it flat. God has given you the breast. You are, do you think that God, if God wanted to give you a chest, will he give you a breast? So why have you put a bandage? Why are you making the, uh, your chest flat? And you want to behave like a boy? No. I'm talking about Jesus. Hmm? He was made in the likeness of man and being found in fashion as a man. It means that you can be a man and be found in a fashion as a woman. And you can be a woman and be found in a fashion as what? A man. It is not allowed. And the simple thing is that we are Christians because we are followers of Christ. So if you don't know what to do, do what Christ did. Christ did not change his sex. Christ did not say that they should call him sissy. So you can't you can bring this confusion. I'm preaching. If you need help, we pray for you. And you will be found in a fashion as a man or as a woman. If you're a woman, celebrate your womanhood. If you're a man, we celebrate you as a man. Am I preaching to anybody? And yeah, he humbled himself. Not only that, after that, that he was found in a fashion, he humbled himself. Already you have taken away your title, your reputation. You have been made a flesh. You are not. Do you understand? And you have become a servant. Why did he not become even a doctor, accountant, a lawyer? He could have become a look. One of his followers was a doctor. Paul was a lawyer. So there were lawyers and doctors at the time. He could have become. But he, he became a servant. And not only that, after a servant, when a servant is humble, then it becomes to a servant. We know who a servant is. After he had agreed to be made a servant, now as a servant, he humbled himself again and became obedient to death. That means he could simply not have died. He had to obey. Had to obey. That's why you told the people, don't think that I cannot call on 12 legions of angels to come and defend me. He could easily. There's no time I would have told you the story of the Chinese Jesus. There was a movie about the Chinese Jesus. When they were putting him on the cross, some people were saying, hey, am I the one you are laughing at? Stop what you are doing. They did not stop. They said, then the Chinese Jesus said, yeah. He came off the cross. He gave them, push you, push you, push you, push you. Guy Jesus, he beat them. Then they, the, 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 the Roman soldiers were also Chinese. They catch him again. They put him back on the cross. The Chinese Jesus. We can have a Chinese Jesus who refused to die. Who will change when you put even the nail on his hand? We say, yeah. Then come down and beat you. But Jesus, he humbled himself. He was right arrested like this on the cross. They pierced his side. And he did not behave like Chinese Jesus. He died peacefully. He could have struggled with them like a pig. But he was a lamb. A lamb. The lamb that was slain. He humbled himself. Lambs don't have claws to fight you. They don't have teeth to bite you. You take a lamb. Peaceful. A God. 
became a lamb. What? Why don't we also? That's what the Bible says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Some of you say you are for peace, but when you talk, it's for war. One of your words can fall on a child, and the child will not walk. But the weight of your words are too heavy. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Put your hands together for Jesus. Can we finish? Yeah. And became obedient what? Unto death, even the death of the cross. That means that not every death, the deaths are not the same. See, the death of the cross is different. If you are taken to firing squad, they shoot you. Within five seconds, you are dead and gone. Your neck is broken. You are, you are gone. But to be beaten, death on the cross, to be beaten gradually for you to lose blood, they, it's not a common, you can easily refuse. That's why I'm saying that we need to thank God that Jesus was not a Chinese Jesus. He would have changed his mind. One of the ships, do you understand, would have touched it. Hey, hey, I said I would die, but hey, what you are doing? He can easily change his mind as a Chinese Jesus. But he was battered. He was battered. He was bruised. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why the blood of Jesus will never lose his power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. What Jesus did for us, seven things. Number one. I'm trying. We are just about going. Number one, Jesus taught about others. Jesus taught about others. Can you see? That's why this man should be in you. That you should also be thinking about others. Don't you have other people who are not born again? Don't you know people who go to hell if they die today? Don't you have even siblings, family members? Can't you help? Think about others. Jesus taught about others. Let this mind be in you. Let every man not look on his own things only, but every man also on the things of what? Others. Jesus taught about others. Amen. Number two. Jesus came to this world for others. He did not come. Can you believe that? that this is one of the things that make me always think about what it might have meant for him to live, knowing that he was living just to die. Most people don't want to know their HIV status. Because when you get to know that you are sick, one lady told me, Pastor, I don't want to know. I said, well, I said, I, I will grow lame. I, I want to just be free in my mind. If you get to know your status, that you are going to die, you are said, I will shrink and I will not. So she was sick and the workplace, they said she should do test different tests, blood tests, then they saw it and said, I won't do it. <laughs> I encouraged her, said, no, 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 I won't do it. One other person, she came to me and said, Pastor, my life, when I was in the world, was not good. I want to do HIV test, but I'm afraid. What should I do? I said, I'll pray for you. Every Sunday, we'll be taking communion. Hey, for a long time, every Sunday, I will, after church, I will take communion, pray. Pray with her over and over. When it got to a point, she went to check and everything was correct. Wow. She made the sign of the cross. She said, hey, pastor, now that I know there's nothing wrong with me, I am most faithful. <laughs> said I will be, I, she was very much afraid. She was very much afraid. We took communion Sunday after for many, almost a year. Almost a year. But Jesus came to this world for others. Can you believe it? He came all the way for others. He lived just to die. He did not come here on his own accord. That No, no, no. He was not looking for anything. He was just here to die and to save. He said, I might well not be about my father's business. Hmm? Jesus came over here for others. Instead of being worshipped in heaven, 
angels attending to him, walking on the street of God. He rather chose to be a servant, a man, and walk on the dusty streets of earth with wicked, unsafe people. Number three. I'm trying. Jesus. Have, have I... Uh, did I give you a scripture for number two? In John chapter 10, verse number 10, Bible says, The thief cometh not, but to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come. Jesus said, but I, I have come. I am come, that they might have what? Life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus came for others. That others will have life. Amen. Number three, Jesus loved others. Jesus loved others. Some, some people, most human beings love only their husbands or their wife and their children. And even some people can't love their wives. Some people even can't love their husbands. Hey! Some people even can't love their children. You see a lioness leaving the cubs to go and catch somebody's father, a deer, in Pala, to come and feed eight cubs. That is how he loved. Lioness loved the cubs to the extent that will go and hunt and kill some other. Do you understand? So there are even animalistic instincts. The affection that you have for your own is not love at all. Animals also love it. You let a dog give birth and you see the puppies, the dog becomes wild. If you pass by, it can easily attack you. How many have seen one before? Yeah. So being wild over your children, protecting them and caring for your biological children and people you have known, is not the love we are talking about. But the Bible says, for God so loved the world. God did not love only your tribe or only your father and your, 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 ah, your only your family, only your children. <laughs> for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him should not perish. But God did not love one country. God did not, he loved the world. Hello? Are you, I say, for God so love what? Who do you love? And what do you love? How big is your love? How deep is your love? That's why Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me more than this? More than money, more than fame, more than politics, more than all this. Do you love me? He said, feed the lamb. Tender the, the, the sheep. Care for them. Take care of them. Your love will let you go beyond yourself. Thank God for your brothers and sisters. I thank God for your siblings. I thank God for your parents. I thank God for your children. I thank God for your extended family. You've moved from the nuclear to the extended. We thank God for them. But there are more people than your extended family. There are more people than the people you know. There are more people than your tribe. There are more people than your community. Jesus said, go into the world and preach the gospel. He did not say, stay in your home. Even your school people are going to go to hell. They don't know about Jesus. For God so loved the world. Jesus loved others. Are you going to love others? Because if we say we are Christians, then we must follow Christ. And I'm telling you that Jesus Christ, he loved others. Number four. We are, we are going. You watch and see. Number four. Jesus saved others. Do you remember? Bible said that he became a servant. What do servants do? They serve. He did not come to lord it over us. He came to serve. Who are you serving? Sister, that, that, always you see somebody sitting down there. Hey! Even the, 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 the pan is by the person. He cannot stretch a hand. They will call. Who is there? 
Who is there? Come and take this cup for me. <laughs> Come and take this cup for me. And some mothers, they will not send you to the tax shop to go and buy, say, bread. If they want to buy bread, they will say that. Go to the tax shop and find out whether there is bread. Then you go and come. They say, there's bread. Then they now will give you. So every sending is twice. Go and find out whether they have this. When they say they have, then they now will send you to go and buy it. Hey! See some fathers, they will be eating. Masters. They will be eating, they will shout. Salt! See that somebody must run with salt. Water! Then somebody, people will be running. People enjoy being saved. People enjoy being waited on. But Jesus did not come to be waited on. Jesus, the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, did not come to be saved. He rather came to save. I, uh, there's a message that prophet preached, and that's one of my best messages. The ultimate servant. The ultimate servant. Jesus was the ultimate servant. Uh, God becomes a man and does not choose even to be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer, but he becomes a servant. And even as a servant, he humbles himself further. Low goes down. Hallelujah. If you don't humble yourself, there are people that God will want you to reach out to them. You will not even talk to them. Because you think that they are not your type. You think that they don't have as much money as you do. They are not educated. Are they my type? They are not. Don't behave like that. Do you think that we are Jesus' type? Are you a God? Are you a manager? What, what, what have you created? But he created everything. But he made himself of no reputation. Came down to save us. To serve and to save. In Luke chapter 19 verse number 10. The Bible says he came to seek and to save the lost. Servant. He was on errands. You read the Bible. That's the next one. He came also to save. Came. He went to uh, the Gadarene, the madman he made. He said, let us go to the other side. He, was, he has preached. People were coming to him. He said, no, let me stop here. Let me go. He was moving, just looking to seek and to save. Searching for people, mad people, people under cases, different people. He was moving around. Where have you moved? What have you done? Where have you been trying to help people to go to heaven. Are you here or you've gone home? So Jesus came to, he saved others. Hallelujah. He saved others. In Matthew chapter 20 verse number 28, Bible says, even as the son of God came, not to be ministered unto the son of man, he came not to be what? Ministered unto but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. There's a good scripture that you should hide somewhere. That anytime you, you want to be a boss over something, just that even the Lord Jesus did not come to be saved. Amen. Amen. He rather came to serve. Minister means to serve. Minister. When you are a minister, you are serving. So he did not come to be saved, but he came rather to save. Tell the person sitting by you, you need to save me. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> ah, some people are not saying it. Ask the person, are you, are you too big to save me? Ask the person, I'm, I'm asking, even Jesus saved me. Tell the person, even Jesus saved me. Even Jesus saved and he saved me by dying on the cross. Are you too big to save me? Tell the person, I may not look important, but God wants you to save me. Ask the person, so will you do it? And ask them, when are you starting? 
Hallelujah. Number five, Jesus lived for others. Jesus lived for others. He lived. Some people live for money. Some people, they, they have ambitions, aspirations that can never be achieved. If you like, don't tell anybody I told you. Ask your parents that when they were in school, their friends, were they not trying to be rich? And find out whether they, they have become rich. Before you ask her that, what about you? <laughs> How many people would truly become prosperous and rich the way they are thinking? How many Do you think that your father and your mother did not have any aim to be rich? Do you think that the people around you, they don't want to be rich? It's, it's an illusion. It's, it's something, it's a, it's a wild good chase. Just do what God will have you to do. And let God bless you. That's why it says, seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Live for others. Live for others. Write it somewhere. Write it somewhere. Lord, I want to live for others. That through me, many people will come into heaven. That through me, many people will be saved. That through me, many homes will be patched up. Through me, people's life will be transformed. I want to live for others. Hallelujah. Yeah, live for others. There's a song, live for Jesus. That's what matters. Something, something. Yeah. Those who sing, let us see me. And Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. What does the Bible say? For the love of Christ constrained us. Hallelujah. Because we thus judge that if one died for all, can we read it together? Constrained us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead. And that he died for all. That the which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. But unto him which died for them and rose again. Please, let's have it in English Bible. This 14 and 15. Can we read it together? One go. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. Hallelujah. And ask the person that did you understand that this was the purpose of salvation? That he died for you so that when you receive him and you have new life, you will live for him. Oh, you did not see it. He died for everyone. Is that not it? So that those who receive his new life will no longer hold, live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ. Ask the person, are you born again? <laughs> what did the person say? Ask the person, who are you living for? What did the person say? Ask the person, how many souls are going to heaven because of you? You see, so we have misconstrued the purpose of salvation. The devil had captured us and Jesus freed us and said, you rather help me. Did you understand? To save the world. But many people got salvation and said, ah, I am finished. Now that I am saved. <laughs> I'm done. What a, what a shock. Number six. Jesus helped others. Jesus helped others. In Acts chapter 10 verse number 38. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Who with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Did Jesus help others? And he did not just go and help others. You need to do what it takes 
to be able to help others. He had to allow himself to be made into what he is not. And even after that, he had to go for baptism, go and fast 40 days so that he will have power to help. You are a Christian, but there's no power in your life. There is no power to help even yourself. We are even not sure. If a nice brother come around, what will happen to your Christian life? But you see, Christianity, being able to be helpful is allowing yourself to be changed to what you are not. That's why Jesus, when he called the 12, Bible said that, and he called 12, he chose the 12, that they will be with him. First, they will be with him and learn of him. Then, after they have finished, then they can be sent. The first thing is not uh, just going, no, you need to be with God. Jesus fasted. He called the people. He said, come and I will make you fishes of men. We need to allow ourselves. Hallelujah. We need to fast. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights to have the power of the Holy Ghost so he could be helpful. Why do you think that you don't need to read your Bible, fast, pray, also for you to have the power of the Holy Ghost to be able to be helpful? Don't think about the help you can give somebody as a, just a wishful thinking. I wish I have what it takes to help. Yes, of course you do. But will you pay the price? The price of glory is the same. You can help so much if only you pay the price. To be the kind of vessel, hallelujah, that God will use. Tell somebody, I want to help you. I want to help you. Ask the person, do I need to fast? Do you remember Jesus said that some things don't go except by fasting and prayer? So ask the person, your problem, do I need to fast for you? <laughs> okay. The last but not the least is Jesus died for others. Hey. Tell somebody, will you die for me? You see, one day, I, what did the person say? He said, I ain't dying for you. One day, a certain brother, he married a wonderful girl. And they went for honeymoon. And they were in safari. They were watching animals. And they were, you see, when the animals, then the lady would hold they say, hey, look at them. They were, then from nowhere. You know, anytime you have your honeymoon, you need to go to a place that there is water, something. Hmm? See that your wife will, will, will clean to you when it's, hey, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of it. You need to learn it. Don't spend all the honeymoon in a hotel room alone. Hey, what are you? Go to a beach. Go a nice, nice place. Go to a safari. Move around. Are you here? Then the elephants charged. And when the elephant charged, the man that said he would defend the lady rather pushed the lady to the elephant and jumped the fence and ran away. Hey! The honeymoon almost fought. They were not talking at the honeymoon. He said, ah, but you just vowed to protect me. And even the elephant was not coming fast. Now you have pushed me to the elephant and you have run away. Now the rangers, the people who were the workers who came to the rescue of the new wife. So the honeymoon, they were not talking but a pastor came in and said, you know what? Don't let the elephant. <laughs> the elephant in the room must be taken out. Hallelujah! So when somebody says he will die for you, ask the person, really? Like seriously? You know this kind of people that can tell you that I will give you my heart and run on batteries. Be careful about such people. Be careful about like seriously. One day, a certain brother he joined the church and he joined the prayer ministry. And they said they love each other. Not long ago, one of their members was sick. 
and he needed a, a kidney donation. So the prayer leader came and announced, he announced that our brother needs a kidney, one kidney, kidney, you have two. One. Yeah, but his two were all not working, so he needs one. So who will volunteer? Nobody volunteered. <laughs> and because they were in the prayer ministry, they said they, they will pray about it. All right. Then finally, when nobody was bringing the donation for the kidney, the prayer warrior, the leader said that we are going, they, st they stood in circle, <laughs> that we are going to pray. And he was holding a feather. You know what a feather is. Said we are praying, but we will throw this feather. It will go up wherever it lands. That person must donate the kidney. And this brother has just joined the prayer ministry. So they were praying, they were praying. Then the feather went up. It was really then the feather was coming to the leader. Then the leader changed his case. Then hey, he blew the feather. And the feather was going like this, going like this, going like this. Was coming to land on the assistant. Then the assistant said, no, 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 no. This feather will not land here. So he also changed his prayer move. He he that he also blew the hey. Then now the feather was now going to the new member. Who doesn't know any prayer movements? And the feather was moving like this, moving like this. The guy saw that and said, hey, I, I resign from this prayer ministry. I'm not part of this prayer. He moved out. Hey. So some people will say they will die for you, but even their kidney, one kidney they won't give you. Don't let anybody deceive you. Only Jesus can die for me and you. Only Jesus can die for you. Don't allow anybody. Are you here? Jesus died for me and you. And sometimes, saving, saving a life, you need to, it takes time. Hey, you will pray, you will fast, different things. But life will demand a life. Sometimes it takes a lifetime to save people. There is no mission or a missionary without goals. He said, I'm just here for three days, then I'll come back. No. Often, missions takes a lifetime. But Jesus saved us with his life. He died. You will live and die so that some people also will go. That, that, that is what your mind should be. That by the time I'm dying, three million plus, five million people should be going to heaven because my life must be invested in lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you do, God will bless you. Amen. May you save others. Amen. May you die for others. Amen. May you live for others. Amen. May you love others. And may you think about others in Jesus' mighty name. Stand to your feet. Close your eyes with me. Just thank God for the spirit of God that helps us to reach out to others. Tell him that, Lord, may I care for others. Help me not to live for myself. The life of self-centeredness, selfishness, self-enhancement, self-enrichment, self-promotion, all this will not amount to anything. I want to live for others. I want to care for others. I want to serve others. I want to love others. I want to think about others. I want to do, I want to do, God, what you have me to do for others. Even if it means I will live all my life in a place that you have chosen for me, so some people can come to heaven. If so, be it. Lord, help me. Help me. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Now with our eyes closed. If you are here, maybe somebody invited you or you came by yourself. But you want to say, Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. I have not accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Please pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to accept Jesus. 
if this is what you are saying, close your eyes and lift only your right hand. Lift it high up above your head and I will pray with you. Only your right hand. Lift it high above your head and we'll pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't want to go to hell. Bible says, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Don't say I will do it another time. This is the only time. Perhaps you will have. Lift your hand and let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. You said, those who will call your name shall be saved. Now in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for every hand that is lifted, that the grace of God that brings salvation will appear to us. I thank you for what you've done. Now with your hands lifted, my brother, my sister, move and come. You've lifted your hand, come, come, yes, come. From the back, my brother, from the side, yes, please come. You lifted your hand. I want to pray with you quickly and we'll be out of here. God bless you, stand right here. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother, God bless you, right here, God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Come, come from the back. Come from everywhere. Come. 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 My sister. Come. Stand right. God bless you. Come from the back. Everywhere. Come. 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 I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. If you are coming, come. If you are coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Move and come. Come quickly. We want to pray now. Listen to me. If you miss heaven, you cannot avoid hell. If you miss heaven, you can't avoid. You see, that's what I heard right now. Tell them. That if they miss heaven, they can't avoid hell. Somebody, you are not sure. You go to church, you've been in different churches, but you are not sure of your salvation. Quickly, move and come. You have a reason for what I'm saying. If you miss heaven, you will not avoid hell. And you don't need to be burnt in hellfire. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take money. All you need is to surrender to Jesus. Accept him. If you are not sure, move quickly and come and be made sure. Come. Come from the back. Come from the back. God bless you. Come from the back. Somebody I'm talking to you. It's about your life. Don't, don't, don't joke with your life. Don't joke with your life. You were once born again, but things have happened. Today, rededicate your come. Don't make a fool of yourself it's not somebody's life it's your own life why will you not care for your own soul why will you not care for your own life it is not somebody's life you are playing with it is your very life please come come if you are in front here please lift your two hands to the lord lift it and let's say this prayer together say it after me say lord jesus lord jesus this afternoon i come to you just as i am please forgive me and wash me with your blood from today jesus i believe in you you are the son of god you died for me and you rose again lord jesus i am sorry of all my sins i am sorry of all my mistakes I repent of every one of it and Lord Jesus I receive you into my heart as the Savior the Lord and the master over my soul thank you Jesus for dying for me from today I am yours I belong to you and I will follow you all the days of my life Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, I commend them to your grace and your favor. 
Let the grace of God that brings salvation appear to every one of us. Fill us with your spirit. And Lord, let us never be the same. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Our, our lady pastor and others are going to give you a, a gift. It will be a book called uh, Born Again from Our Father, the Prophet. It's a gift that will let you know what has happened to you as a born again believer. Hallelujah. So please, I want you to follow our uh, sisters. Yes. Please let's follow them. They will pray with you quickly. Then you come and join. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, you can do better. Pray for them. You can do better. 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 Oh, help them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. That Lord, we will not live for ourselves, but we will follow the good example of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That we will think of others. That we will live for others. That we will save others. Oh Lord, let us do, even as you've shown us in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.